Hello, Suzanne. Hi. How are you? Great, thank you. Uh, string, this is how they call you, yes? Yes. Why, 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 why string? Because it's a better branding name and like all my online name is all about string story. And I happened, my community called me string, like my social handle string story. And over time, um, everyone kept on calling me string and then that kind of name got stuck. It's better, right? It's better than Suzanne you in. String stands out better. Yes. So how long of, how long you've already branding yourself like that? Um, the last probably three or four years, but officially probably a lot in the last two years. Okay. Um, and I noticed like a shift in terms of like branding and recognition. This is like what string? It's like yeah, string is a great way to connect people. String is like coding for like startups as well. And um, it's just a better branding name, better SEO. Yes. Um, so tell tell us a little bit more about uh, about yourself. Your I, in the last couple of years, like I've been focusing on community and helping a lot of startups focus on clarifying their marketing and community. Um, this year, I've been like I'm mostly known for video and social, um, and a growth hacked LinkedIn. Um, they LinkedIn, the team invited me to uh, be a beta user for video and I grew my platform to become a channel from 900 to 26,000 within a year. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Pretty good organic growth. And this is, this is how we kind of uh, cross uh, our roads in, in Hong Kong with your f- uh, fried chicken uh, experience. <laughs> yeah. Look yes. at that. Mm-hmm. I'm really known for fried chicken. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, for, we decided to um, record this conversation because we've, um, we, we share a similar um, interest regarding the f- uh, health uh, and fitness and then uh, balance between those, uh, those two and, uh, and work. So f- uh, let's talk a little bit more about it, this, this balance, about a work and the mental health. Um, you travel a lot. Where yeah, did I've you been travel? Traveling. Where did um, you travel lately? In the last, I just like came back from a trip to of eight to nine months going America and I stayed there for a while, Southeast Asia and Canada. And um, so it's like, I've, it's almost like I've spent three months in Southeast Asia, three months in uh, America and one month in Canada and stuff. And of all of this time when you're there, you just uh, have meetings with different type of startups. Uh, yeah, checking out. Consultancy. Uh, record like, your content. Um, exactly what you said, like talking to a lot of startups, checking out the startup ecosystem, finding what the future of the trends of technology is like, and also um, organizing fried chicken parties around the world for my community and really just like creating a lot of content around that. So that's what I'm like done, travel, create content and meet people. With so much, so much travel, different locations, um, interacting different time zones, um, how you maintenance your good health? I've, I've picked up yoga a lot. Yoga? Oh, okay. Yeah. But you know, um, I have a theory about planes. Like people in long flights, people, what they do is like they sleep a lot or they stay in their seat. Mm-hmm. So they, they don't realize that like you have to like, it's like being on a computer. Like people were not meant to be staying stationary for long periods of time. So it's actually better for our blood flow 
Mm-hmm. And our oxygen and lymphemia, you know, is just keep moving. So mm-hmm. get out of the seat every yes. 90 minutes or two hours and just walk down the thing and move around. Mm-hmm. Dance around. And I think that will like help with your body, like um, kick boost your immune system because it's only when we stay still mm-hmm. and then we get uh, fatigued and like um, muscle cramps and everything like that as well. And I don't think the plane seats, it's optimized so that our body is like, you know, minimum space. And if you're a big person, it's like the worst experience, to be honest. Yeah, you don't, you don't need to tell me. I always do the same, <laughs> the same problem. Plus, I always feel like it's not enough oxygen for me in the plane. Yeah. Well, it's me. Like, I, I feel like because um, I'm tiny, I feel like it doesn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it bothers a lot of people, I know this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> What kind of like, uh, so this is kind of like a tips what you mentioned before, um, uh, you know, f- coming back to the, to your trips, uh, engagement with, uh, social media. And then do you think that, f- um, the social media, it's, it's on the level of addiction, uh, personally and also business wise. And what is your thoughts about it? Oh, um, the, let's have a really frank conversation mm-hmm. i feel like people uh why i love social media because it gave me a space to share my thoughts and stuff like that mm-hmm. um it also gave me a place where i could amplify my messaging in a great way so in, in a positive light it, it's a great amplifier mm-hmm. um but it could be said someone could use the same technique of what i did and they could also have like lots of ego mm-hmm. and they could use it to influence people and I think a lot of people are like trying to find ways of like um, building their dreams up. So you could easily influence sheeps. And if you have low self-esteem, you'll always go be um, looking for people who give you an insight on how to be better in that life. So I actually think that social media, if you're not like mentally prepared or have good self-critical thinking, could be the worst and best place for anyone. And um, and I, ha- I find that a lot of people who don't have really good critical thinking or don't question things mm-hmm. are likely be like, would just take and consume and not think about things. Yeah. Maybe Which one of, reason. yeah, maybe one of the classes in your like, um, um, uh, courses, what are you doing? One of the classes supposed to be just about how to manage mental, uh, you know, balance regarding those, uh, social media platforms. Yeah. Well, I think so, but being there, like you, you spend a lot on it. How many hours do you, is the first thing you do, is the first thing you do when you wake up, do you check your phone? No, no. Do you, where's your phone when you go to sleep? Um, it's, um, it's charging somewhere in the, in the room, but it's, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I'm trying to, you know, um, have balance and also, you know, a long time ago, understand that, um, uh, you know, it's, it's not, it's more about uh, what I'm putting in, not what I'm consuming. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so it's, 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 if I'm consuming, I'm consuming with the engagement. So if somebody is engaging me in some way, I'm engaging him, but I will not sniffing, sniffing around if this is not the research related. Okay. You know? So you're like, at least you like have control around it, but some mm-hmm. people just consume, consume, consume without anything. Yeah. I was just reading study about, about that. So this kind of movement, your brain just, just stops. This is like, it's when you start doing this, that's mean it's, oh, you need to catch yourself. 
those those, oh, those, okay. those kind of moments. So it's like I do feel like our phone is geared towards like um, releasing dopamine hits. Mm-hmm. So if you're really watching content that I call the candy factor, like it gives you the sugar hit. Yes. Um, like watching things that make you laugh, pranks, like mm-hmm. um, baby photos, food porn, any porn. <laughs> like, they really like to release like um, these like uh, dopamine yeah, hits. Of course. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've seen like studies where if you breathe before you go into any social thing, you break the habit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do feel like the phone is like this thing is yeah. like a addiction. Oh yeah. We consume so much. Um, so like we hang out with it so much, like um, we get lost. Like, you know, if you lose your phone, a lot of people get really upset about it. And when they see like a 1% battery, they're like, Oh my God, my life is going to end. You, you know who's really upset? Somebody who has an iPhone and they lose. Somebody who has an Android and they lose, they don't. You know. <laughs> uh, really? Really? You think so? We should do yes. a test. Yeah. Because usually when I have like, everything on the Android, it's just, you just transfer back and forth. You want to have a settings properly set up. Oh, damn. Oh, that- we talk like geeks right now. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I do feel like I- like um, I have two iPhones, one for my media and one for my social, just because I'm scared of losing all my content. I do a lot of interviews on my phone yeah. with my brother. Um, so it's like, uh, I do say like uh, a lot of time. Recording. And we are back. We're back okay. with a little bit of uh, this, uh, this functions of the computer. Uh, we we're talking about of, um, addiction to social media and how you know people uh deal with this but let's let's go back to um you know skill sets what you have uh you know particular to uh, building communities uh on the base of different platforms and then um how uh, somebody you know uh, who's you know dealing with this kind of question when they when they're entering the um, element of building their uh, community, they building their their message. Um, who's your uh, ideal client? Are you, are you rather to work with the individual? Are you rather to work with some groups, or you just want to go uh, deep for big big corporate? Well, I think um, the, my ideal client of ones who has like the capacity to want to like go the long distance. Mm-hmm. Because like when you grow, um, grow community, it's not like something that you I could start and then like pass it over unless you have someone in there to work with and you give them the tools to mm-hmm. be sustainable. And usually I always say like startups with funds and corporations who have like um, a strong community of people, but they don't know how to like collate them together. And I usually say it's like um, community is a better way of doing promoting and advertising because they're people who really want to have conversations on how to make the product better or how to make, um, or they have like aligned purpose. And it's like, this is what I want to do. If mm-hmm. as a, you know, for example, one of my communities like video making or just video storytellers, and mm-hmm. they want to know how to like become better storytellers for video or like, or like influencers who want to 10 X the, um, their branding or clarity with their storytelling. Then they come back to me and I've created like masterminds and groups together online community where they like share and like level up together in terms of thinking about how they could be better um, grow together. And I think that's a kind of healthy mindset than anything else. But I do feel like a lot of like um, 
the new way of doing like marketing is community marketing now. Mm-hmm. So is it like uh, push? It's like yes. the pull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for, um, uh, at time time wise, um, if somebody wants to uh, start start something something like that, what um, what kind of minimum expectation of the time they need to you know have the, have a review? We're we talking about. In terms of, you mean like the most efficient way? You have yes. like one core influencer or a few core influencers, mm-hmm. and then you put them into like a Facebook group or LinkedIn group, like mm-hmm. a group where they could like share information. And they and these influencers are always like pushing content, mm-hmm. and commenting, and they need like a group of moderators to like help keep on with the engagement. So if someone um, posts, like you know, you want someone else to follow up and comment on that. Mm-hmm. But the best type of community are the ones who are like. Um, uh, who are after like the algorithm influences that generate content it's like it's almost like a support help desk mm-hmm. or like a, or you could call it the community feedback group okay where like you, people have like creating content and then they have conversations around that content mm-hmm. so those are like the type of content that are, or the community that I'm, I'm looking out for particularly yeah um health health and fitness community is really it's really interesting um did you um, what kind of what kind of experience you have with uh, you know uh, excluding excluding me working with those co- what kind of environment? Well, uh, do you like health ones like um, the yoga one? I probably resonate with the most because they mm-hmm. tend to think about the um, health in terms of body and mind yes. and heart as well. Mm-hmm. And I probably resonate with that the most because like uh, in terms of mental healthness, um, you need a bit of self awareness. Mm-hmm. And yoga tends like really align with that kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like being airy fairy or like, I, but I feel like the, um, meditation falls into that space as well. Yeah. The um, meditation, it's, it's, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. What know? do you think that is? Is it because like the ego, like in the world of social media, ego is a big thing or people become aware about uh, um, collecting thinking or like, you know, it's, it's just, first of all, it's, it's, it's scientifically proven it's working, it's needed. Uh, plus it's on the spectrum of, of kind of like a bounce. So if, you, if you're really pushing yourself, you need to also slow down. And it's just, they're finding this balance, you know, um, people are also always looking for finding this balance, you know, for, you know, for our grandparents and, uh, and parents, you know, there was this different kind of stuff, you know, it was like, uh, yeah, and it's it's for for us. We start discovering that all the different stuff that are bad for us. You know, spending too much time watching TV, it's bad for us. You know, going and and spending time in the bar, it's bad for us. You know, um, so we discovering you know different type of channels to kind of slow down ourselves, and later when we need, you know, use our brain, our body, which is explode, but later we slow down. Yeah. Well, I just realized something like um even like breathing breathe so we move so fast or um we don't know how to breathe properly sometimes mm-hmm. so it's like i notice like a lot of people stress out yes and then they like they become mm-hmm. like this like unconsciously right and they forget to breathe and they're mm-hmm. like they didn't like realize like they're they're tensing their shoulders and things mm-hmm. like that and i realize that this person hasn't breathed properly for, um so i noticed that and i realized that a lot of people um, are getting the pace in life is becoming like this 
faster, mm-hmm. faster, 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 execute faster, 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 faster. But they don't realize that they don't have time to think, is, is, that, is that efficient? Is working faster efficient? Is working faster better for my health or for people around me? Mm-hmm. And to the point where that um, I don't think people realize that they need, sometimes they just need space to think. Yes. Yes. They don't, it's, a lot of people don't really schedule the time just for themselves or for, um, you know, um, kind of look at what I'm doing personally from the, from the perspective. You know, it's sometimes it's a strategy needs to be happen so they can kind of can wake up. They can just have somebody slap in the face, you know, sometimes the life, somebody's of, you know, some type of uh, situation and this is waking up. But I, I think you need to have this as a ritual on your, I, I'm trying to do this weekly, you know, uh, to have this kind of, okay, the end of, end of the day, it's one, one story, but the end of the week or end of the month and end of the year, you know, a lot of people doing the end of the year. It's like, oh, how was my year? And it just usually they planning something, but in the first week or first month, they just failed. <laughs> Oh, but I, do, I think it's also because like um, they make it into that they will fail for sure. Whereas like um, also people always seem to react uh, where when something bad happens, that's when they start dealing yeah. with it. And mm-hmm. they don't have what I they realize is like they um they don't understand the stress triggers, mm-hmm. or they don't understand like you know like uh they also don't want to deal with reality that life could be fucked. Yes. Sorry if I. But no, sometimes fine. like uh, but sometimes like reality means like you have to be aware that like it's not all like perfect i don't mm-hmm. think anyone has a perfect life it's just like how do that person deal with like when she does happen yeah but this is we're coming back to this kind of circle of you know um, exposure to the uh, different platforms different um, social media and then interpretation this that, that this is reality when this is just um, representation of those platforms. This is not the reality, you know. Okay, here's a, a question of, for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's a question for you. Like, do you understand what stresses you out or what your triggers are for your stress? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. A lot of people don't. Like, yes. what is your, like, I tell you mine. Mine is like, if I don't have, like, basic stuff, if I don't have um, food co- uh, hangry when I don't eat, and and then like I get angry mm-hmm. and like it's short tempered because I don't have food in me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right now. I'm all the time hungry because I'm getting getting ready for competition. Yeah. But it's uh, what is what is my triggers? Um, on, on different level, it's 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 personal level. It's different story, and the business level is different story. So it's on the personal level, you know, uh, stupidity, bullying. Um, unfairness. I think so. Unfairness. It's one of the the, the biggest one. Yeah. Because uh, for somebody who you know grew up in the uh, in a communist country, uh, when the Poland was still communistic, and you you know you you you're a you're a kid, you're a baby, and you don't understand uh, you know how it's possible. You know this kind of system exists, and then uh, and later when you start educating yourself and you you know start discovering there's a different type of you know. Um, uh, economies, you know, approach to life, you know, so this kind of unfairness on the personal level, but on a business level, I think um, uh, I can be un- I, I can be really patient, and I can wait if it's everything is strategized. So I have a plan, 
but at the same time, I can be really impatient when I, I know when something can be done faster. Really? Like you rather, you feel like that you could do it faster than that person? It's especially when it's, it's, when it's done in, um, in the team environment. So, um, it's, I've, I, I like, I like solution. I like results. And it's when then I'm not getting them. I, uh, my, my clock starts tick, yeah, start ticking. Yeah. Uh, and I just feel like, um, maybe I need to, to take the, um, you know, a responsibility for that. But at the same time, I know, no, this is, this is somebody else's job. I can concentrate on something else. Oh yeah. Um, but I do feel like, um, when I have like bombarded by lots of questions and I don't have time to think about it, I get stressed out and then like, I, I would react to it in a negative way where I project my anxiety onto my team. And I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. So I have to learn how to like, um, always breathe a little bit first or it's like, or tell them that, um, Hey man, like I need some time to think about this instead mm. of reacting to them or giving them responses. Cause sometimes I will come back to them and it's like, Oh my God, I gave you the wrong thing. Mm. I, I go back track what we had to say about that. So I learned how to like, just like chill a little bit or give them like designated time instead of like them coming back to me all the time. So it's like student, um, planting their communications when they, uh, they know when's the best time to talk to me. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but now you can deal with this. Now you know how to manage this. Yes. Yeah. When, when you know like your stress triggers or you like respond to it and you feel bad afterwards, mm -hmm. those are things that we have to think about what makes it like, why did you react like that? Mm -hmm. Is it yeah. food, personal life? Or mm -hmm. is it because of the way they behave? Um, is it the person? Yes. Uh, is it, uh, you know, is it, is it the situation or like, or lead up to the situation? Yeah, like assess it because like these are things like interpersonal skills like you can't avoid, but you could mm -hmm. like manage and control the way you react to things. Yes, yes. No, human, human body, human mind. It's so, so complicated. I, I personally love it. That's the reason I've, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I, I switched the industries and just, and I'm, I'm really excited about it, you know, um, stuff what, uh, what I'm doing right now, you know, interacting with the people like, like you who, you know, can uh, cross um, different type of industry because I, I think this is the this is the power of of all of us if we can you know grab one type of subject two subject or three and trying to cross them and it just in a situation you are very unique in your, in your environment and I think so you are this kind of person and you you deliver this kind of like skill sets to uh, to people who who need build those kind of uh, community those kind of networks to you know educate uh, and growth better yeah. Yeah. i think so but once you set the like the foundations or the value systems mm -hmm. what happens like everyone becomes like the ambassadors or leaders of that space as well but he said like a really shit foundation what happens yeah. is someone else will take over and bad bacteria will come over and like you know like spread their own like thinking and things like that as well mm -hmm. you have to like be like a very good moderator and recognize when bad bacteria comes into the space good. and kill it like, Sometimes you have to be real. You have to be yes. ruthless. It's like, it's like that's a bad bacteria. Yes. <laughs> um, so where, where, if, uh, where do they, people can find you the best way? A LinkedIn for sure. Or Instagram. Like lately, um, if you want to know who I am as a person, you go on Instagram because like I'm more personal there. But if you want to know how I've been delivering content and community, it's mm -hmm. like on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, like LinkedIn slash IN slash string. 
you can find me hashtag string video. Yes, string videos, string stories also. Mm -hmm. String story. Yeah. Yeah. And people should use hashtags when they create content on LinkedIn. Yeah, it's, it's still it's so funny. Like not a lot of people understand how the hashtag works. No. Creating hashtags, they don't really follow with this. Well, like the hashtag is like it's like um, separate it's, separate conversation. Let's not. Just, <laughs> I know you yeah, can tell we, like we I was about to schedule, think about it. Uh, we can schedule like a regular uh, regular uh, conversation and different type of subjects. Yeah. So for um, for everybody else who will be listening or so will be watching, um, uh, please um, contact Suzanne uh, regarding your questions for the for community building. Um, you know, uh, online, online approach to, to your business, um, building channels of, of sales also. Um, if you guys have uh, additional questions where we can, you know, come back to this conversation and maybe give you, you know, second, third um, approach to those subjects, uh, just shoot us the message, uh, make some comments under the podcast or under the video, send the emails to me or uh, Suzanne or String Story, um, and we'll... See you guys later. All right. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye.